From Creation Ministries International, you're listening to Creation.com's article podcast. The research and insights that give God the glory, refute evolution, and give you the answers to defend your faith. I'm Joseph Darnell. According to most textbooks promoting evolutionary beliefs, the universe came into existence around 14 billion years ago. Supposedly, it began as a singularity, an unimaginably hot point into which was compressed all the matter and energy now making up the billions of galaxies found throughout space. Following the Big Bang, the singularity started to expand and cool, emanating quarks and electrons to form, these being the building blocks of atoms. As the universe continued to cool, quarks combined to form protons and neutrons. These then combined to produce light elements, namely hydrogen, including a little heavy hydrogen or deuterium, helium, and lithium. And all of this supposedly happened in the first three minutes of the universe. However, these elements were still nuclei, not atoms. They supposedly needed about 379,000 years of cooling so the nuclei could combine with electrons and form atoms. This hydrogen and helium gas is said to have provided the material from which the first stars formed. Hydrogen, helium, and lithium are known as light elements because they have very little mass. Evolutionary cosmologists believe that the heavier elements, which they call metals, were formed inside stars. Biblical creationists, of course, should reject Big Bang Theory because the order of events contradicts the Bible. Whereas in Big Bang Theory, the stars precede the Earth, in Genesis, the Earth is made before the stars. There are three main pieces of evidence presented in support of the Big Bang. Background heat, the abundance of light elements, and the expansion of the universe. First, let's address background heat. Space appears to be bathed in a low-level background heat which is said to be the afterglow, or smoking gun, of the original Big Bang explosion. This is known as the cosmic microwave background radiation. It has been measured very accurately and in great detail, and is said to have a temperature consisting of what would be expected from the Big Bang. Creation scientists, however, point out that this background heat is actually a major problem for Big Bang theory. This is because its temperature is virtually the same across the universe, and this would not be expected from a Big Bang. A conventional explosion would leave behind an uneven pattern of heat, not the extremely even pattern actually observed. Evolutionists, of course, are well aware of the difficulty, called the horizon problem, and some claim to have a solution. Supposedly, very soon after the initial bang, and for only a brief period, the universe expanded at a much higher rate, in fact faster than the speed of light, and this enabled the background heat to be smoothed out. This very rapid expansion is known as inflation. However, according to Paul Steinhardt, Albert Einstein professor in science at Princeton University, inflation is very flexible and can be adjusted to give any result. Any outcome is possible. Hence, he says, it is not possible to find evidence to support or refute inflation. Creation scientists would agree and argue that it's really no more than a story called upon to explain away facts that point to the Big Bang Theory being wrong. And second, there's the abundance of light elements. 
Big Bang Theory is said to have accurately predicted the amounts of light elements that we actually find in the universe. Hydrogen would be expected to be the most common, followed by helium, deuterium, and lithium, which is what is observed. Particularly, it is said the amount of helium is consistent with calculations based on Big Bang Theory. Historically, however, this claim has been very controversial. As pointed out by Professors Burbage and Hoyle, we have now reached the stage where it is argued that the existence of helium is taken together with the microwave background radiation as primary evidence in favor of the Big Bang. However, this argument is only powerful if there is no other way to explain the helium abundance and the microwave background radiation. Then they argued that this helium was produced by the burning fusion of hydrogen in stars, rather than the Big Bang and that the light emitted by the stars and absorbed by dust clouds produced the cosmic microwave background radiation. According to Professor Burbage, neither the observed abundance of helium nor the level of the cosmic microwave background radiation were really predictions of Big Bang Theory. Scientists have already measured the abundance of helium and the theory was adjusted so that it would give the right result. Referring to the parameter, the number in the Big Bang Theory which would result in it predicting the amount of helium in the universe, he wrote, It is chosen to make things come out right. This is why the Big Bang Theory cannot be argued to explain microwave background or to explain a cosmic helium value close to its 25%. If you really believe in a Big Bang, you can choose parameters which will make observations and theory agree, but the argument is not based on basic theory. Evolutionary cosmologists sometimes claim that Big Bang Theory can predict the amount of the light elements using data obtained by satellite measurements. This, however, cannot be so because their theory relies on the existence of dark matter, a form of matter that cannot be observed. This dark matter, which many creationists and some secular cosmologists do not believe exists, is also needed to explain how galaxies and stars form by natural processes. Next, we'll see how the expanding universe ties into the Big Bang right after a short break. The Big Bang is meant to explain away the creation of the universe without an almighty God. If everything in billions of galaxies could create itself from one cosmic coincidence, then mankind serves no ultimate purpose and this life is all there is. Clearly this contradicts God's word on many levels, but what does scientific research actually back up? Is the Big Bang really all that scientific? In Astronomy Volume 3, Our Created Universe, engineer and former atheist Spike Persaris explores the origin of the universe. Did it form in a Big Bang event billions of years ago, or are the heavens consistent with the biblical account of creation instead? Using spectacular graphics and brilliant photographs of God's magnificent heavens, Spike demonstrates why the Big Bang fails scientifically. You'll not only learn about the abundant scientific evidence against the Big Bang, but see why the model contradicts itself and has absurd implications. Spike makes difficult concepts easy to grasp, including redshifts, the cosmic microwave background radiation, the multiverse, and much more. Plus, you'll gain a deeper understanding of dark matter, dark energy, inflation theory, and the bizarre concept of Boltzmann brain, all of which threaten the Big Bang's status as a scientific theory. An objective evaluation of the evidence does not support a self-creation of the cosmos. Instead, the heavens declare the glory of God, as Psalm 19.1 states. 
So get a copy of Astronomy Volume 3, Our Created Universe, or stream the documentary at creation.com store. Lastly, let's look at the expanding universe. It is thought that expansion of space would cause light waves to be stretched, resulting in light being reddened. This is known as redshift and is observed when we view galaxies. Moreover, in general, the more distant a galaxy, the greater is the redshift. This is understood to indicate that the universe is expanding and that the more distant a galaxy, the faster it is moving away. Hence, it is argued, winding the clock back, we would see the universe getting smaller and smaller until it reached its original state as a singularity. While many creation scientists accept the evidence that the universe is expanding, this does not mean that it must have started off as a singularity. It could have started expanding from a fairly large state. Creationist scientists argue that the atheists claim that our universe arose from a random explosion is absurd. For example, the rate of expansion would have needed to be just right, as even a tiny deviation from the required rate would have been catastrophic. If just a little faster, particles would have simply flown away from each other, never coming together to form stars and planets. If just a little slower, gravity would have pulled everything back together resulting in a violent great crunch with no planets and no life. According to Nobel Prize winner Professor Steven Weinberg, the number determining the required expansion rate known as the cosmological constant would have had to be just right within 220 decimal places. But what does this mean? Well, let's use as illustration the mixing of concrete. Here, the amount of water added has to be controlled quite carefully. Otherwise, the concrete will not have the required strength. Typically, for every 100 kilograms of cement, around 40 kilograms of water should be added. For a particular building project, there might be generous leeway, where an error of one kilogram in the amount of water added could be tolerated and the concrete still have the required strength. Working with a margin of error of 0.1 kilograms might still be practical, however if the allowable error was only one millionth of a kilogram, what's called a milligram, this would clearly be impractical. A milligram has the decimal point six positions to the left of one. So realistically, how realistic is it to believe that an explosion just happened to produce an expansion rate this critical? The expansion rate, however, is just one of many factors that would have had to be fine-tuned for the Big Bang to have produced a universe like ours in which life could exist. For example, unless the masses of particles that make up atoms, the forces that hold atoms together, and the force of gravity had all the right values, the Big Bang would have produced a lifeless universe. Creation scientists argue that a process that is this critical could not have occurred by chance. Christians need not be intimidated into accepting secular accounts of origins. Big Bang theory only appears to be scientific because people are exposed only to the evidence that appears to support it. At the same time, nothing is said about its major scientific problems. Big Bang Theory contradicts the account of creation in Genesis, and Bible-believing creationists should reject it on the authority of God's Word. The Creation.com article podcast is hosted by me, Joseph Darnell. You'll find lots of interesting related content in the links and show notes. This episode's article was written by Dominic Statham. Be sure to listen to our other show, Creation.com Talk. 
Visit our events page to find a creationist giving a presentation in your local area. If you'd like to help us, become a monthly supporter at creation.com donate. If you want the latest noteworthy research and news, subscribe to Creation Magazine. If you're a researcher, check out the Journal of Creation. From everyone at creation.com, thanks for listening.